I'm glad you've chosen to be with me today. We're studying from the Psalms, and we're looking at some of the Psalms that's not as well that are not as well known as some of the others, and and ones that we may have missed, but that have so much truth. And Psalm 133, 133 is a special one. Let me read it to you. It's very short. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down onto the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessings, even life forevermore. Oneness, togetherness, that's really a special thing. It's a special thing in a family. It's a special thing in a church. And that's, that's what we see of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, a oneness. And we see that in a godly marriage. The Bible says that a man and a woman shall leave their father, a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they shall be one flesh. They become one together in Christ, in heart and mind and commitment. And that's what God wants for his church is oneness, that when, when the people of God's family begin to join together and have the same burdens and the same desires and the same goals and begin to see God's purpose and join together to make them come about. Somebody said some churches are wired together by organization, some are frozen together by formalism, and some are rusted together by tradition, but the church that makes the difference is melted together by the Holy Spirit. And that's so true. Notice the basis that he gives us here for real unity and real oneness. He says how good, how pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. And David says, I want you to see that this unity that he was excited about and this being joined together as one is the reason <clears throat> that God can make a difference. And the basis for that is that when God's our Father and Christ is our Savior and Lord, then we can be one. Uh, I've had the privilege of traveling to many parts of the world, to the Middle East, to Africa, to South America, and I've met believers in all of those places, wherever I've gone, Central America, in all of those countries, in all those places. Everywhere I've ever been, I've met believers. Oftentimes, I could not speak their language. They could not speak my language. But there was a language we could speak. It was the language of faith. It was the language of belief. It was the language of being able to share together that we have the same Father and the same Savior and the same Lord. And there was a oneness there that was amazing because even though there are many other barriers that kept us from talking and sharing like we would like, it's, it's the, that sense of sharing together. Admiral Nelson, the great admiral of the British Navy, once explained why he had so many victories. He said, I had the happiness to command a band of brothers. He had joined together a group of sailors, and they had become like a family. They had become like brothers and brothers in, in, in that command, and they had been able to do some great and mighty things. And that's what God wants for us. Notice what happens. He says this, this kind of unity and oneness is really pleasant. It's good. It's pleasant. Conflict is so destructive. Conflict saps your strength. Conflict takes away your joy. Conflict gives you hatred and anger. But when you are in unity, when you're in oneness, 
that's really special. The Hebrew word here for unity is the word from which we get our word music. And the sweetness of music comes when the, the different instruments are playing together. When a great symphony becomes one, if you just listen to one of the instruments, it probably wouldn't sound very good, but all of them combined together are magnificent, and the beauty of their music is exhilarating. And that's the same thing for us. And if we are in one with our husband and wife, then there is a closeness and there is a direction in life that makes it worth living. But if not, it's confusion all the time. And what amazes me is so many couples today fuss and fight all of the time because they're not letting the Holy Spirit control their lives. They're not letting Jesus be Lord in their home. And families and children fuss and fight all of the time. And God says, you can have the pleasant joy of unity and oneness in me. Also, he says, unity is good. It's just flat good. And, and it's something that we can enjoy together and we can experience together that makes life worth living. And he says it's a little bit like the oil that was poured on the head of the high priest and that went down and that's, that separated him and set, dedicated him to become the high priest. When the, the oil was poured on his head, it acknowledged that now he was separated unto God. And the the oil was made up of many ingredients like myrrh and other things that had a, a wonderful aroma, and it gave that off. And altogether, this anointing oil with this sweet fragrance spoke to people of someone who's specially separated to God. And that fragrance attracted others. So the church that is in oneness is the church that attracts others, the family that's in oneness is the family that makes a difference in the lives of others. And it's powerful. He says it's like the dew of Mount Hermon, which is a, the largest mountain in that whole part of the world. And he says like the snows of, of Hermon. And the Sea of Galilee is in the valley that come down, comes down from Hermon, and the snows melt and the waters flow down into the Sea of Galilee and then on in to the Jordan River in Israel. And so even as the clouds form and the rain and the dew falls and produces what, what later on becomes a river and a lake, God does that with us when we let him be in, in control of our lives and he gives us that oneness. Also, there's a picture of that oneness and it's found in the book of Acts. And, and Jesus said they were all in one accord. They were all in oneness. They were praying they were seeking God. They were asking God to touch the lives of other people. They applied their strength together in prayer. And what happened after their prayer, after their time with God, after they became such one in spirit, the day of Pentecost came and they were so filled with the spirit they went out into the city and they shared Christ with people from everywhere. And it was Passover and people were in Jerusalem from everywhere that day, all over the world. And, and God gave them even the ability to speak in languages they did not know so they could communicate the gospel of Christ. And Peter stood up and preached, and 3,000 people came to know Christ as their Lord and Savior and to glorify him in what they did. You see, oneness is a special blessing. I ask you, be one with your mate. Be one with your family. 
get things settled if there's a problem. Be, let's be one in our church. Let's join together following our pastor and allow him to lead us as we have a, the goals that matter and make a difference. I wish you the very best for the new year. God bless you.